And okay, we're moving. I'm recording. Let's let's rush through this one and record it before something else fucks up. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that hardly ever repeats a tagline. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Huh? Huh? Uh, and my name is John Gibson, and I am also Jim Davis. John, today is Sunday, the 12th of November, mm-hmm. 1978. And as we do every sure Sunday, is. we're reading Garfield. John, what happens in today's Sunday, episode? Sunday, a Day of the week that is much like every other day of the week in that aspect. Today, Chris, but, in but, Garfield. But with twice as much Garfield. Yeah, sometimes it, more than twice as much. It's like every, it's like every other uh, day, but with double the panels. When you say twice as much, well, you know. are, we, are we measuring in a, perp, in, a, in a number of panels basis or... or, or I guess I was thinking total area, because uh, the number mm, yeah, of panels does vary well, from day to day. Total area is not quite as quite as much, is it? Because no, it's not quite top double. Row, like a single mm. row of a Sunday is not quite the same as. This is immaterial. Look it's, today in Garfield, Chris. Yes. In the Garfield, the Garfield, uh, the Garfield strip mm-hmm. for Sunday, November twelfth, nineteen seventy-eight. Something, something, Lyman? Well, Lyman's back. I mean, that's fun. Well, part of him is. <laughs> okay, we, <laughs> we'll get into it. A l- little bit of a spoiler. We only see Lyman's head. Are you suggesting that maybe Lyman has been decapitated in the lead up to today's It wouldn't trip? be the first time. Yeah. It wouldn't be the first time we suggested that. True. Um Panel one, John Arbuckle is eating food. Yep. He's he's doing this thing again where he has a full plate of food, and he also has what looks like a sandwich in his hand. Mm, and the food on his I, plate. It's unclear. Yeah. Well, like what's he, He's got some mashed potatoes and some peas on the right side. What's that thing on the left side of the plate? Is that a little it, like a sort of pork chop or something, maybe? It, yeah, it's, sh- it's shaped sort of like a hockey puck. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Could be a, a, some kind of cut of meat and of then, some type. And then in his right hand, you're you're calling that a sandwich. I don't see like two slices of bread with stuff inside. I see like one one mass of bread. It l- almost looks to me like a crumpet, a square. Yeah, but crumpet. look at the way yeah. he's holding it. His fingers are like. Or like wrapped all the way over one side of it. That seems like he's trying to hold it together. That you know, I, I think mm. it's a sandwich. Yeah, I think if it were a he, crumpet. No, you're right. You're if it right. were a crumpet, he would be holding it uh, perpendicular. I think. Yeah, listeners, he'd be holding it by the edges. Yeah, I'm 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 trying to do this now the way he is. You're you're absolutely right because he'd be holding it by the edges because the top would be buttered and maybe have a little jam on it. That's a nice breakfast. Yeah, you don't you don't yeah you don't put your fingers right. Right there in the jam. That's what a crazy person would do. That mm. 
It doesn't seem like a sandwich either, though, because I don't see any inside. It, it looks like just maybe a slice of bread. I don't know why he's holding it that way. Hmm. I, I think it's a sandwich. All right. I mean, we can agree to It looks to more like a sandwich in panel two. Oh, John. I mean, uh, I mean you're, you're, you're correct. We still don't see, we don't see anything like... We don't see what's inside it, but... I, I don't sure I don't sandwich. I don't think it looks any more like a sandwich in panel two. But more to the point, John, we've left out uh, in panels one and two. Both Garfield and Odie are sitting at the table, watching John eat intently. They want some of that delicious, mm. delicious food. Yeah, and it, that's the thing animals do. Y- yep, yep, they sh- they sure do, Chris. Um, yeah, they're like I want three. some food. Give me some food. Well, okay. So in panel one, John appears to notice them and in panel three i'd say he notices them. them in panel two right oh okay that's what i said i th- okay, I said in okay. Panel two, he it's not important them. Yeah. i thought you said panel one i'm sorry yeah that's right and and then in panel three he goes on to say to them he says why don't you boys go fight or something which is uh, a weird thing I like to say this. it's li- kind of funny I, I like this um John Arbuckle casually telling his pets, or let's face it, his children, basically, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, to go fight each other. I, it's like, well, to compete it's, for his affection. It's wholly, it's wholly unnecessary for the narrative of the strip. It doesn't add anything. True, uh, and, and I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But anyway. They do not take his suggestion. No, and in they the fourth want that panel, food. They are. They continue to uh, hold exactly the same posture, staring mm. at his, his food. And um, John is is inserting a forkful of something into his mouth. The the sandwich yeah. or bread or taco or whatever it was has disappeared. It's totally Nowhere to be disappeared. It, it's it's worth mentioning, John, in panels one through three. The fork is nowhere to be seen. Like it's not like that <laughs> fork was sitting on the table. Did he no. have it hidden in his other hand? Like where was that fork? <laughs> no, no, no. And also, um, whatever it is, uh, he there was like a couple bites missing from it mm. in both panels one and two. Yeah, meaning you know, like between those panels, he has maybe like taken a bite. Uh huh. At most, and then between and then it's two gone and three, altogether. yeah, yeah, it's like it's like it's like he decided it was time to stop eating the sandwich and time to start eating the other food. Put the sandwich in his lap, picked up the fork from his lap, mm. and then transitioned over. See, I like to believe that between panel two and three, he just shoved the entire sandwich in his mouth. I mean, his mouth does look is, very full in panel three. Is that more parsimonious? I didn't say. I didn't say it was more parsimonious. I said I liked it. <laughs> I wasn't accusing you. I was just asking. Oh, okay, fair enough. Anyway, look, I wasn't accusing um, you of accusing me. Anyway, I was accusing you of accusing me accusing you. Um, in panel four. Mm-hmm. We sort of buried the lead, which is that Lyman oh, right, enters, right. or at least the sound of Lyman enters. Yeah, there's a, a slam on a monopoeia, mm-hmm. and we, and then uh, the the speech bubble. Hi, John. 
from offstage on the left. Mm-hmm. And John says, and, and here's how we know it's mm-hmm. Lyman, John. Because listeners might be like, <laughs> who could, you know, we, we don't know, we don't know who that is. Could be anybody. We can't. You can't hear a speech bubble. Yeah. Context clues. That's not a thing. Context clues. Yeah. John's response is, hi, Lyman. So based on that, Listeners, I, we, yeah, we, I'm inferring we read the entire that panel it was Lyman. Before we, we read the entire panel before we begin to attempt to describe it. Well, no, I, that's John, I'm going to take extreme issue with what you've just <laughs> said. That is, not a, that is not at all how I operate. Um I, like I'm, I'm constantly moving back and forth along the hermeneutic circle. You know, I look at a bit, I interpret it, I move on to the next bit, I interpret that, and then I go back to the original, t- t- taking it in the context of what I've learned, and then back to w- the new part, and uh, you interpret that in the con. It's, you know, it's a process. I, I don't think you can take it all in at once. Um, it's Sunday, I, I, so I'm not going to go on about that for uh, an extended period. No, I didn't say you take it all in at once. I just said you 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 examine it before you talk about it on a podcast. I again, I strongly disagree with that. <laughs> and I think I okay. think the evidence right. I think the evidence bears me out when I say that we often do not think about the Garfield strips before we begin talking about them on our podcast. Anyway, panel five. Five, five yep. yep. <laughs> uh, Lyman is still off screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he's walking over from the door, I guess. It's possible. He could be taken off his coat. Uh, we don't know. Yeah. Lyman is saying, I'm, I, we assume it's still Lyman. Mm, could be, it could be another new person, but I, I think it's still Lyman. Yeah, he says, I'm starved, what's to eat? John says, nothing. I'm eating the last of the food. I'm glad that you emphasized that the way you did. <laughs> it's a very strange thing for him to say. It's it's a strange state of affairs. Yeah, I mean that he's I don't know so, what kind of that he's so vague about it. Like I don't know what kind of grocery situation Lyman and 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 John have, but the last of their food looks like it's a carefully prepared meal. I mean, I think you know what their situation is. It's that they had one plate of food, which is just this <laughs> undifferentiated, like a plate of food plus a slice of bread. Um, do you think? Do you think if you opened up their their refrigerator, it would just be like uh, plate upon plate of like carefully prepared meals? <laughs> well, I think now it would be completely bare. Um, of course, but but generally, I like I like that John Arbuckle isn't saying you know all we had left was some peas and potatoes and I'm eating them or whatever that he's being so vague about it is this like all we but is this John the, John all we had John. left is is some peas some potatoes a weird okay meat let thing, me and a taco sandwich crumpet like that's a lot of food. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of food. But but what I like is that he's so vague about it. Like, is this the same John Arbuckle who comes upon Garfield and says, My chicken soup! <laughs> John Arbuckle no. has typically been highly specific about what kind of food is being, you know, eaten and or destroyed. Yeah. You mm. know? Yep. 
It's interesting that he's. It's, this is just um, the. It's food. out of character. Yeah. I think it's because he feels um, guilty is not the right yeah, word. He doesn't, he doesn't look cle- guilty clearly, at all. He doesn't. He doesn't feel guilt, but he, but he is deflecting, and I think, and he's tra- he's he's. Um, I think he, his aversion to specificity is maybe based on on that uh, sort of desire to deflect responsibility. Mm, perhaps so. It's like he's saying. Lyman, y- y- you think I'm eating all the food, but you are a failing pile of garbage. Mm. You're fake news, you know. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna give you any of my food at this press conference, which is food related, <laughs> so to speak. John, wouldn't that press conference have been a lot better if instead of answering questions, he had just been throwing food out to the reporters? You know, and they were like begging um, for food, and like oh, oh, me, me, food, food. You know, and he's just throwing bagels at them. It would have been yeah, I mean, funnier. It would have been and largely the same, more informative. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, panel six. Lyman has joined Garfield and Odie, with his head sort of. You know, we see Lyman's head finally. He's. It's like he's kneeling down at the counter and his head's on a level with Garfield and Odie and he's looking up at John with the same big eyes like they're all begging for the food and John is sort of making a he's mugging to the audience basically like get a load of these guys why don't they go fight each other like I've heard of begging for food but this is ridiculous Mm. yeah right yeah it's implied. Yeah, I yeah, I I think there, there are two possible things he could be thinking. That is one, and the other would be something like um, the effects of this iniquitous Versailles peace treaty will resound for decades of uh, conflict and deprivation. Um. Who said that quote that you were just reading? I just made that up. No, no, that's not a quote. I just made that up. Oh. Looked like you were reading something. <laughs> no, I'm, j- I'm just, I'm um, leaning on my, my got my shoulder, uh, my elbow on the table here because I'm tired. So that's not, that's not something that Ludendorff said? No, no, I was not, I'm not looking up an Eric Ludendorff quote. Um, I mean, I guess I was thinking, I was, yes, I was thinking of... German nationalist uh, uh, criticisms of the Versailles peace. Uh, some of them, you know, not unreasonable. And I was also thinking of John Maynard Keynes' <laughs> uh, uh, book, you know, The Economic Consequences of the Peace. Um, and I was just sort of, you know, just... Just sort of riffing on that. Just riffing um, on that. Thank you. Just riffing on that. Chris... Is this the first time that we've seen Lyman's, uh, the whites of Lyman's eyes? Oh. Oh. Because usually he just has those, uh, you know, childlike single pupils. I had not noticed that. But yeah, I think you're right. Oh, John. Damn, man, I can't believe I've um, I've been looking at this for all that time. And I just... It's like... Jim Davis was like, well, I don't know how to draw somebody pleading without, you know, without eye, regular eyes. Yeah. 
So wow, and John, wow. I mean that. Wow. Look, wow. I mean that. <laughs> that real. Wow. That. Okay. That really. I don't want to condescend to you. You remember Sunday, October 29th, 1978, where Garfield becomes scary for Halloween and Is John that the turns Bachelor into magazine a veg- one? No, no, no. Where Garfield becomes scary oh. for Halloween and uh, sees himself in the mirror and sort of passes out. And for some reason, yeah, they, his fur turns Ly- white. Lyman is masquerading as a, as a veterinarian. He, John takes Garfield to a veterinarian who looks eerily like Lyman, except for one trait. And that one trait was his big bug eyes. And now oh. we see Lyman. Oh, yeah, we discussed this at length. I'm surprised you've forgotten. Um, no, no, we, no. I forgot. I forgot that he had regular eyes. Yeah. I, I, we. De- I remember discussing it. I just didn't remember the eyes. Well, that's. Um, we, 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 we. There was some dispute as to whether or not he was actually Lyman because you made the very strong case, very persuasive case, that it couldn't possibly be Lyman because Lyman has little dot eyes. Little little beady dot eyes. Well, so who we is this the then? Is this the vet of Lyman's eyes? It, did John replace? Did maybe, did John find a new Lyman? Was he like? It's did he? <laughs> yeah, there's so many possibilities. Like, okay, number one, maybe Lyman had some sort of cosmetic surgery, like you know, is so popular in Korea these days to make his eyes bigger, <laughs> you know. Uh, and, and so the vet and this guy are both Lyman post-surgery, post-op. Or, as you say, maybe John got a new Lyman? Or like the vet, maybe the vet met John on October 29th and he became obsessed with John and then murdered Lyman and posed as it. Like, I, 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 what's going on? I don't think we'll ever know the answer to that question. Mm, I mean, I think we should definitely keep our eyes open for future Lyman strips. We we really, really want to keep an eye on his eyes. Do we see beady-eyed Lyman come back or, or big-eyed Lyman? May- yeah. Maybe maybe Lyman has a twin brother, and the only difference you can see is the, uh, hmm. the beady eyes. Well, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure we'll see Lyman very soon. I'm sure he won't disappear for for 3 weeks. I mean, it's hard to know. Again. I mean, you know, even It's hard to know. Even Lyman uh disappearing for 3 weeks would be evidence of something, you know? I mean, hasn't he done that before? Doesn't he Isn't that fairly typical for Lyman? Yeah, he comes and goes. I suppose you're right. I it's boy. I mean, seeing Lyman with big bug eyes, it just... What's going well, on? Well, you know, we also did... Um, remember, you, Lyman went to rehab, and he came back as a born-again Christian. You know, is it possible that, yeah. that Jim Davis is drawing him with with um, adult eyes now because his, uh, his eyes are open? So you think uh, perhaps the same time that he opened his heart to Jesus... He opened his eyes to sunlight. It's a possibility. Um, I mean, you know, th- yeah, none of this is in the text. This is kind of, uh, you know, 
post hoc thing. Yeah. I mean, who's to say? But it is, you know, I mean, like, like the, 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 uh, the pupils without, without whites thing is, I mean, it's like a child thing, right? Mm, yeah. You know, so, so regardless of the, maybe the, the religion thing is not necessarily there, but, but the, um, you know, it's like he's grown up, I think. Except that sometimes you, they draw children with like big, big bug eyes, you know, that's like a cute baby thing too, with big eyes. Maybe it just means, maybe it just means that he's not high at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably it. I haven't thought of that. That would explain why, um, or I mean, it makes sense that he's not high because, um, you know, they're, they're hurting for, for cash. Like they can't even afford to keep their kitchen stocked, you know? Mm, yeah. Oh, oh, Lyman spent it all on drugs. That's, you know. Yeah. He's probably, he's probably, you know, he's looking for his fix. That's probably where he was. Mm, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. I, th- I think, I think that's a, a reasonable explanation. Um, Okay, you've strip solved. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that something, 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 something. You can support the program by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. You can visit the blog at www.beingjimdavis.com, where sometimes we write summaries of each episode, and other times we just post embedded YouTube clips of music videos we like. Um... You can send us an email at info at beingjimdavis.com. You can follow us on Twitter at beingjimdavis or follow me at the Chris Winter. And follow me at Inscrutable Taco. And get all your vaping Garfield merchandise at cafepress.com slash beingjimdavis. Unless I didn't make any, which, I mean, it's honestly hard to say how that'll shake out. Uh, thank you for your time and thank Hashtag you for your attention. Hashtag procrastination. I mean, it might not even be procrastination. It might just be that I decide it's not worth the trouble. Like, not even uh, putting it off for later. Just like, fuck it. Hashtag. Hashtag self doubt. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye forever. Oh, no. When you said, oh, no, that wasn't because you were not recording, right? Right. (laughs) It was because I was recording.